been waiting for this scene. I've been waiting for this started. one. Is the Elfie and Patricia one? Yes. I'm about to go off. Sabrina. Anubis, backwards. See what I did there? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Anubis Backwards podcast. So we have a few announcements this week. The first is if you haven't checked it out already and you would like to check it out, we have merch now on Tee Public in Redbubble. Check it out. We're all wearing it today. <laughs> we all match. We're very excited. We just got it in the mail like yesterday. That's awesome. Also, we may have teased that we thought it was going to be a possibility, but it is official. House of Anubis is now available to stream on CBS All Access. So we're very excited about that one too. And we have a very special guest recording with us today and recapping with us today. It's Caitlin. Caitlin. Yay! Kate loves Disney. Happy to be here. That's me. So excited. Talking about something that's not Disney related. I know. To see it. It's it's Kate loves House of Anubis (laughs) today, guys. Totally. Yeah. So did you watch it like when it came out or was it something you discovered later? No, I watched it in like, I think I was in like grade 10. It was on Netflix. Okay. And I found it, and I was obsessed, <laughs> and I hadn't seen it since. And then I found the DVDs online, and I was like, oh, okay, this is happening again. And so I got back into it this month. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we all kind of got Very back exciting. into it during quarantine, and we're reliving our high school years, basically. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't sure how you um, would watch it, because we're all from the United States, and I know you're from Canada. And I was like, I don't even know like how it aired in Canada back in the day, so or if it even did. Yeah, I don't even know if it did or yeah. not. Because yeah. here, here in the UK, it was Nickelodeon, but I was like, I don't know where else it aired, anywhere else, so. Into the recap. So we start with the theme song, as per usual. Always a bop. Iconic. We're always jamming. Then we cut to the foyer. Fabian is telling Sabuna that he is taking the Angfies to school with him, saying that he knows that Joy said, Victor is one of the good guys, but he still doesn't trust him. Just proud of Fabian right now for being the smart one taking the piece yeah, reasonably so <laughs> trudy walks in and hands the mail to fabian she tells him to give it to victor and says that she has to go because she doesn't want to miss her bus to the supermarket she also mentions she's going to lunch with uncle aid so we briefly discussed this before but i guess this is confirmation trudy does do all the grocery shopping also she's grocery shopping for 18s plus her and victor and she has to take the bus i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> do you think they give her a car or something Definitely things I never thought about. Okay, so I looked it up and Uber was like just starting to take off at this point, but it wouldn't have taken off in that area yet because like it wasn't like a modern area, but like in a few years, like she could have just called that Uber or that Lyft would have been set. Mm. Or like where's Instacart, right? (laughs) I'm surprised that like it wasn't part of the kids chores or something to like have to go to the grocery store with her to help her out. I feel like they'd end up ditching her. Mm, I love how nonchalantly it is. Gonna go get the groceries. I also said I love Trudy and Uncle Aid. I love that they're going on dates. Like, very happy for them. (laughs) Go, Trudy. Deserve the world. (laughs) So, Nina and Fabian realize that one of the letters is Alfie's toxicology report from when he was in the hospital. Before they can do anything, Victor yells at them from his office to stop loitering in the hall. Fabian gives Victor the mail. And then at school, Sabuna is walking in the hall. Patricia is telling Fabian to calm down and remember what Joy said about trusting Victor. Mara overhears and asks Patricia if she's spoken to Joy and if she's all right. Patricia says that Joy is fine, but she doesn't want to come back to the school and doesn't want to talk to any of them anymore. Amber asks when Joy said all this and Nina kicks her to get her to stop talking. To which Amber loudly says, ow. Nina and Amber bicker for a bit about this, but Amber eventually realizes and says, oh yeah, Joy hates us all. 
Kara looks confused. <laughs> and like she's about to question them, but they all walk away. <laughs> Amber is so funny. Amber is an icon. A true icon. This could have been Mari's moment to join Sabuna too. Like she almost found out. Truly. Just for like, oh, Joy hates us all. Bye. Like and Mara's like, I guess. You know what? This would be a g- great episode for my dog Millington to have be in the room, but she's. I know. We're she does not him. want to vibe with me today. Emily amazing. named her dog after Amber, so <laughs> sometimes she hangs out with us while we record. <laughs> Mara sees Jerome walking by and tells him that she hopes she didn't upset him by mentioning his parents earlier, and tells him that he got weird and ran away he says that it's fine jerome then tells her that he's been at boarding school since he was five mara said that she didn't know that and that's really long i just said poor jerome being at boarding school as a five-year-old child I can't imagine that they let you send five-year-olds to boarding school <laughs> not in canada <laughs> when you're a prestigious boarding school and your five-year-old is a descendant i guess they make exceptions is this going to be our UK listeners tell us about the UK thing of the week? We're constantly asking our UK listeners to tell us things because we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, not a lot of people in the US like go to boarding school, <laughs> but like I've never heard of five-year-olds going to But also it's great for his character, so I'm not complaining. That's yeah. true. That is. It's like, what? He actually has a backstory? Like, I'm here for this. Wow. Add your own backstory. What a concept. <laughs> Jerome says that this made him learn how to hide his emotions, to which Mara replies, who'd have thought it? You have a sensitive side. Jerome gets up and is about to leave, but she apologizes for joking around, saying she's used to him and Alfie goofing around. She says there's more to you that meets the eye isn't there. Jerome tells her that he's actually a very deep person, but he goes to tell her that he is the current Anubis House jelly bean eating champion. He throws jelly beans up in the air and catches none of them. What a champ. So this whole episode, I was starting to like, so just so you know, I'm very hardcore like Mick and Mara. That's my ship. For <laughs> really? Show, but I was, <laughs> yes. Mara's the worst. I, so, so I remember in high school, like loving Nick and Mara, but then rewatching, I'm like, oh my mm. God, this girl needs to stop. She's too much. I don't like her. Someone else who doesn't like Mara. She's worse. <laughs> you should have been on our episodes when we were ranting about like Mara framing. Yes, for what was yeah, that? That and then the whole thing with the test. She steals his test. Really there was bad. something else too that really bugged me that she did. Oh my gosh! I was like, how did I not notice this last time I watched the show? Yeah, I feel like watching it again because I loved them when I first watched it and I still love them now, but like all the bad stuff happens and I'm like, I pretend I do not see it. Like, this, <laughs> like, this is not happening. But all the Jara stuff is starting to happen now and like as their scenes are happening, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I see why everyone loves them. Yes, I completely forgot about them too. And I'm like, this is so much better. Why did I like Nick and Mara? <laughs> so like this was cute, them like opening up yeah. to each other and I understand even though I'm still... Nick and Mara are superior, but I, I get you, Jara shippers. <laughs> this is me, like, known Jara shipper of season one, whenever the Mick and Mara cute scenes happen, and I was like, oh, like, I get it. <laughs> Except for their kisses are a lot more awkward than I remembered. <laughs> they kiss a lot, too. They, like, they kiss more than anyone. I'm like, you can cut now. Like, we're good. We get it. <laughs> Nina, Fabian, and Patricia are by their lockers. Nina says that she knows Joy said that they need to trust the adults, but there's still the issue of the puzzle pieces and the photo of Victor in 1925 and the elixir in the quote-unquote general all-around creepiness. Patricia says 
She knows, but the elixir Alfie drank wasn't elixir, but cleaning fluid. Fabian says Victor said it was cleaning fluid, but Patricia walks away. Fabian says to Nina that the toxicology report could say something different. They see Victor going into Mr. Speed's office and deduce that since he's at the school and Trudy is with Uncle Aid, the house is empty. In Mr. Sweet's office, Victor tells Mr. Sweet and Miss Andrews that everything is back under control. Andrews says, except we no longer have the ang. Victor says that Rufus took the pieces from his safe. Mr. Sweet asks how they will get them back and Victor says they need to remember the ang by itself is useless and that Rufus will be back because they still have things he needs and this time they will be ready for him. I just realized I didn't think they knew at this point that they needed like multiple pieces for this cup. I thought they like only just realized there was more than one ink and now he's like we need more pieces. <sighs> Maybe that realization happened and we didn't see it but. In the lounge Mar and Jerome are playing chess but she says he's way better at than jelly bean challenge. He says that he is a man of many talents. She asks why he won't join the chess club and he gives her a look to which she says, oh, right, uncool. He mouths yes and she said, ouch, that's more like the Jerome I know and love. So once she called Jerome the Jerome I know and love. Yeah, because they're in love. Makes sense. That's what you say. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in a relationship. They're not right now. They just randomly start hanging out. Gotta read between the lines. (laughs) Hmm, Mara also Mara's in chess club is this what we're hearing apparently I mean I wouldn't be surprised she's got to have a hobby like all of her friends are like solving mysteries so (laughs) she's got to do something (laughs) wait maybe this is what the real reason Elfie wanted Mara and Joy to compete in a chess off yeah well they could have used Mara if she's on the chess club for the season two oh right See, I don't even remember past this episode, so <laughs> I'm like, cool. Oh, it's yeah, gonna be a journey, just you wait. <laughs> At this moment, Alfie walks onto the stage, showing Jerome his new skateboard. Jerome says that he is busy, and Alfie is annoyed, wanting them to go hang out at the skate park. Jerome says he's busy again, and Alfie, Alfie falls over on his skateboard. Alfie's great. Living his best life. He is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, he has all these hobbies all of a sudden. Like, last week, he's trying to break dance when yeah. Jerome and Mara are hanging out. This week, he's like, come skateboarding with me. And I'm like, what is happening? Alfie never has these hobbies again. It's like, when he needs to, like, try to, to like, distract Jer- Jerome from, like, trying to flirt with Mara, he's like, we got, I love yeah. break dancing. He's like, what about me and our relationship? I do feel bad, though. Because they're also in love. <laughs> True. <laughs> Back. Well, that's what I noticed I'm watching this season. I'm like, why did I not ship Jerome and Elfie? Like, they're in love. He's so jealous. I guess because Jerome's like kind of mean to Alfie. Yeah. But like, also, Alfie. but also, it's like that just makes you love him more. Everyone's kind of mean to Alfie, though. Yeah, like, why are they all mean to Alfie? Amber Alfie is did too. nothing wrong. Alfie literally mm. did nothing wrong. Poor Alfie. Alfie. He's just out here living his best life, and he should be out here living his best life, and no one should say anything bad about him. <laughs> also, how, how close is the school to the skate park that Alfie Jerome are like, let's go skate park? Like in the middle of the school day. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, they're like in the lounge. Like, it's not like school's even over. I, yeah, I feel bad that he's being ditched, so that sucks. In Victor's office, Nina and Fabian cover his mic and camera with a taxidermy animal. They know that they don't have much time. They start going through drawers, and Nina shows Fabian the chips with their names on it. Fabian says that that's creepy. They then find the toxicology report and a picture of Victor with a child. The photo is labeled Victor Rodemeyer Sr. with Victor Rodemeyer Jr. 
1922, they realized the photo in the voice on the cylinders was Victor's dad. The toxicology report said it was an herbal concoction, so Nina says there is no elixir of life. <laughs> Great scene. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I must have missed the mic thing, because I was they were talking, and I was like, I guess it's just a, a video camera, but no, they covered the mic. Cool. Good. I was like, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so, first of all, how many taxidermy animals does Victor have? Too many. A and also, did Nina really think the... Uh, toxicology report would say elixir of life on it oh yeah true <laughs> it's kind of dumb <laughs> like oh <laughs> like this must not be it because it's not elixir of life so Doesn't just say it. <laughs> it, she's like expecting she's gonna open it and it's gonna be like it's yeah. an elixir of life because <laughs> it. it's like not like unknown like they were able to figure out what all the ingredients were she's like mm, maybe yeah. it's not that's true but the other thing though like so the they found the picture and they're like using this as like oh i guess victor isn't using an elixir of life but if he's like 10 years old in this picture and it's from 1922 then he's like gotta be in his 90s at this point and he doesn't look like he's in his 90s so i wouldn't say like their theory is completely that's what i was thinking thrown out because of this i was like what's the math here i didn't i didn't want to take time to do it but i was like the 1920s that feels like longer i feel like this still does not confirm anything children yeah yeah like Either that's his, like, great-grandparents or Victor's taking an elixir of life that's keeping him younger, mm. looking not 90. Yeah, so, like, obviously something's still up here, but she's like, oh, no, like, I've, I'm wrong. <laughs> you guys don't believe me anymore. It's all over now. <laughs> it means nothing. It's all done. Back at the school, Nina and Fabian tell Patricia and Amber everything they just found out. Amber repeats everything back, and Fabian is impressed that she was listening. Amber says it helps to imagine that she's Mara, but only for a second, because then it's weird. Patricia says, so there is no mystery, and Nina says that none of it adds up, and asks if they're giving up on her. Patricia and Amber walk away with Amber mouthing sorry. Yeah, I was like, some friends. What was that? They are just like, oh. And also, Amber's the one who was like, Sabuna. She's the one who created this whole club, and then she's like, mm, okay, bye. Like, what was that? Like, it's so bad. <laughs> It's because Nina came and was like, well, because the toxicology report doesn't say elixir of life, therefore there's no elixir of life. So they're all like, I yeah, guess. But I feel like the mystery started before that. So I was like, you know? Yeah. Like, they still have these puzzle piece things. They still have the fact that just everything <laughs> yeah. and the teachers are definitely into something. Yeah, they're, they're giving up too mm-hmm. soon. I feel bad. Yeah, they're like, done. Fabian's says that he was just about to say something but nina says it's fine and she is wrong like she has been thus far at this moment alfie runs up and tells them that their whole year has to meet in the drama studio for mrs andrews to make a big announcement alfie thinks that they maybe found out that who the thief was that stole from victor fabian puts his bag on top of his locker but an ink piece falls out i was stressed when that mm. happened even though i've seen this so many times <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i like forgot what happened already yeah, I was stressed and that was the preview, right, from the last episode. And so I was stressed. And then I felt like it was resolved very quickly in this episode. Like, oh, okay, yes. Alfie's got yeah, it. Like, like a, yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Andrew announces that they're going forward with the school representative idea and that it will be someone from their year. Alfie says, that's boring. I thought it would be some exciting mystery. Patricia says, careful what you wish <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, it was too much. Uh, um, that foreshadowing, though. Honestly, <laughs> it's different. Alfie's like, I want there to be a mystery. Do you though? Do you truly? 
Miss Andrews asks for nominations. Jerome nominates Mara. Alfie goes to nominate Amber, but she yells at him not to. So he nominates Amelia Pinches, who waves at him. Fabian asks him what, and Alfie says that she seems qualified. Jerome says Jaffrey weird here. Cause I, yeah, I always pronounce her name, I think, Mara Jaffrey. And he was like, Jaffrey? Yeah. I don't know. This is like not important. But... But, they, but they never pronounce her name that way ever again. It's only Jerome in this episode. Maybe it's like his cute little nickname. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me pronounce your last name wrong. Quirky like nickname. that. <laughs> or they just didn't want to do another take. Probably. Also, Alfie and Fabian in the background are funny. Fabian is like wagging his finger. Oh, I miss that. And then I caught like a cute Jara moment. Like, here I am. I'm not a Jara shipper, but I'm acting like one. Um, As soon as Jerome nominated her, she like smiled at him and like touched his oh, arm. Yeah. Like, it was really subtle, but it was cute. And I was like, okay. I was like, don't forget Mick's coming back. Like, he's not gone yet. Maybe think he was off auditioning for Wolf Blood. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, where'd he go? He's in like California. He's like at a sports <laughs> game or something. <laughs> But last thing about this scene is just uh, we stand Amelia Pinches. Just yeah, I feel bad for her. What? She's cute. Me, right? Yeah. You know she'd probably be nice to Alfie too. So yeah, yeah. Maybe Alfie should go for someone that would be nice to him. A concept. Then Jerome walks away and we see Mara smile. Then Jerome walks up to Alfie. Alfie says, "Welcome to We Love Maraland." Population Jerome. Jerome tells him to calm down and that he had no idea that Alfie was into brace face. Alfie tells him to shut up, not wanting Amelia to hear. Jerome calls for her and Alfie runs away, hiding in between a locker and the wall. And I said Alfie's roasting Jerome for his crush on Mara. Like, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time because I feel like it's usually Jerome roasting Alfie, so. Payback. <laughs> Payback. And Alfie sees the ink piece laying on the ground next to the locker. He picks it up, saying, weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird in his room Fabian is looking through his bag he notices one of the ink pieces is missing and dumps his bag upside down trying to find it but it isn't there in the background Victor calls for lights out this is the note where I said where's Mick but then I realized he was in UCLA sports See, I'm over here just like missing him the whole time because I love him so much and he's gone I, I was like, for so many wait, episodes I'm like wait Fabian and Mick are roommates shouldn't Mick be here right now it's like the middle of the night in Fabian's room and I'm like wait I'll mix it yeah I miss that he was gone too this is why I need to watch him after one after the other it's like important information like where'd he go <laughs> and then we cut to Nina's room where she's tossing and turning in bed. She sees a vision of Sarah who says, You're not giving up on me, are you, Nina? Nina says, No, never. Sarah says, Good, because it's just beginning. Sarah then says, 11 01 Nina asks what that means, but Sarah just repeats the numbers. We see Nina walking, we see Nina waking up saying, Sarah, what does it mean? Uh, Nina, what did you eat or drink before bed? Because you got some wild AF dreams, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> called being the chosen the first one. of many weird dreams for nina <laughs> yeah that blackbird dream too oh yeah, i guess that, that was, was earlier in the season yeah girl get see, get some help those are weird get some help that must just be like a like a trope in these international kids shows because it's like all the ones i've seen there's somebody who has dreams it comes back yeah like Soylina, violetta they all have dreams and usually they predict the future it's a thing. <laughs> the main character just has like yeah. I guess that's like the like extent of their storytelling. They're like, well, just they have dreams, and that's what it is. I love it. Yeah. Okay. 
So now for a word from our sponsor. Okay, so we are back and we open to the second half of this episode. We see a flashback of Patricia knocking Rufus over and him grabbing her and saying, you little fool. Patricia wakes up screaming. Mara, worried, asks if it's another nightmare. Patricia says, no, just how I like to greet the morning in size. We love this ass. <laughs> also, poor Patricia. I know. She was like, yeah. straight up kidnapped. And now she's having like breakdowns and everyone's like, oh, it's fine. Like, I know. no. Someone please Somebody give her Pat- help. Patricia help. She needs to go to counseling or something. I know. Honestly. It's funny that you brought that up because my note is really, we really do not talk about the lasting emotional and mental effects this has on these kids. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, they go through a lot. They almost, and they just kind of have to deal with it. Like they all <laughs> get kidnapped, almost die. Every like they need, please, someone get them like a therapist, something, help them out. Mm-hmm. And I still continue to like watch this and be like, wow, they really aired this on Nickelodeon, huh? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she got kidnapped the first, like, I guess, yeah, a couple episodes ago, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's dark. It's that. it's yeah. really dark for a kid show. <laughs> Very dark. And we were all like teenagers when we watched it the first time, so I'm constantly mm-hmm. like people that were like eight, ten years old were watching this when it first aired. And I'm like, I would not have been able to handle that at that age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's also thinking about her being kidnapped. It's like, just like what actually happens. And you think like, hmm, what would actually happen in real life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. It's like, it's like PG-13 kidnapping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At breakfast, Patricia comes down in her PJs. Mara asks if she's okay. And Patricia asks, why wouldn't she be? To which Mara says that Patricia had a bad night. Patricia says that she's fine. Alfie says that he didn't sleep well either because he was up all night looking for UFOs. Everyone laughs at this. Alfie says that aliens are coming and they'll all come running to him when it happens. Patricia says that they're doomed. Nina walks in and tells Fabian she needs to talk to him about something and Fabian says me too. I'm surprised no one made any like sassy comments to them towards that because they like in front of everyone were like we need to talk and then just walked away and no one tried to like no one say anything no one was <laughs> just like, like oh okay Nina and Fabian like Amber normally would be on that too Amber's always like oh Nina and Fabian you're flirting yeah well that was the thing with the aliens too has that like has Elfie been talking about aliens before or was like Egyptian something he's like oh it's alien I don't understand how we connected that to aliens I think that Al- Alvi's like really into aliens because when okay. Nina first came he called her an alien too <laughs> I must have just missed that so I was like how would you connect that to extraterrestrials but I guess if he's just like an alien guy then yeah sure. was that one of his masks he had yeah too? I think he Seasons had like an alien, alien Season one, Alfie is, like, really into aliens. I don't think he really is after that, but in season one, Alfie's like, I love aliens. All right. I know in season three, he's scared of zombies. I mean, I felt that. That makes sense, because we, we transitioned to 2013 by season three, and that's, I feel like, people were... <laughs> yeah, like, the walking man. dead and stuff. <laughs> now zombies are the thing. He progressed. Yeah. yeah. At school, Nina is telling Fabian the numbers. Fabian asks if this was a dream. Nina says it must have been, but it wasn't like any other dream she's had before, and it felt so real. She asks what he had to tell her, and Fabian tells her that he knows she's going to think calmly and rashly, but he misplaced a puzzle piece. She yells, what? And he says that he thinks it fell out of his bag when he shoved it on top of the locker because he thought there was going to be a bag search. He searches for it on top of the locker, but it isn't there, and he says it must have been swept up. Nina says... Victor. I just was like laughing at Fabian this whole time in the scene because he was like, I too have been thinking calmly and rationally about this, like the way he's setting it up. <laughs> it's so 
funny. Yeah, but also she gets real mad. Like, she needs to calm down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I get it, but also, like, calm down. Also, like, it was an accident. Yeah. Mara's writing in a notebook when Jerome walks in and asks what she's writing. She says a campaign speech, and she thinks that she could be good for this place. He tells her that she needs him to be her campaign manager. And she says that she is both intrigued and frightened, which he takes as a yes. I'm like, Jara's continuing to make points. I need mm-hmm. Mick to get back here as soon as possible. <laughs> cute. <laughs> like, this was cute. This was... <laughs> Ignoring season two, which is why I stopped shipping Jara. Season one Jara. I don't remember nothing. <laughs> we won't say anything. We, we won't, won't ruin say it for anything. You. <laughs> no, or no it's literally like season three Jara. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Combination yikes. of season two and season three, Jara. I don't even think I watched season three at all. Because I remember watch starting it, and Nina was gone. And I was like, mmm. And I made it. It's good, I promise. Uh, yeah, I promise it's good. I think I was waiting for Patricia and Jerome to be a thing. And then I once that happened, then I left. Patricia so and Jerome. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of Eddie. There's a new character, Eddie. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, somebody becomes a thing. I do love, I do ship Patricia and Jerome, though, so, like, that's fine, too. I mean, but... yeah, Patricia and Jerome, I would ship it. Okay, well, it was a ship. And then I was like, something happened, and then I was like, okay, now I don't care. So, you should <laughs> to... get through this time, because yeah. there's a really, it's kind of out of left field, but they're one of my favorite ships, and they don't get together till like, towards the end of okay. season three, but okay. their journey is really we're, great. So no, like, no spoilers. I won't say who it is, because it'll, like, sound completely okay. random if I said it now, based on where we are. Okay. But, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just said Patricia and Jerome, so. Patricia <laughs> <Never Jerome. not. laughs> I literally ship everyone with Jerome, so. <laughs> Except for Jara. No, you're, you're saying you like Jara in this episode. Apparently, I'm a Jara shipper today, so. In class, Nina is looking worried, and Fabian tells her that he will get the piece back, but he's not sure how. Patricia is yawning. Jason wants to teach them about numerology, and Jerome, who walks in late with Mara, calls it New Age Crud. Jason says that the ancient Egyptians believed everything was alive and made up of living particles, which can be reduced down to numbers. He starts explaining this further, but Patricia hallucinates Rufus in Jason's place, asking her if she's listening... She then hallucinates Rufus next to her, telling her it's time to come home and scream. She runs out of class, followed by Fabian, I think Nina, Mara, and Alfie. Jason dismisses the class. We love Jason. Yeah. <laughs> we do love Jason. We love Jason. <laughs> He's very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. Here's yeah. from Jason. <laughs> that's yeah, Mr. Winkler. That's how, like, I know that, like, I've gotten old watching this show. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I used to be like, oh, the newest boys. But now we're like, oh, Jason. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but this is another part where I'm like, these poor other students, like, this Anubis kids all just, like, ran out of class. And the other kids in class are like, God, these, like, Anubis kids again. They're so weird. Like, what are they doing? Poor Patricia, too, again. Also, yeah, poor oh, Patricia. Yeah. Um, can we just discuss how I hate, oh, I hate to say it like this, but the way Jerome's complaining about new age crud, like, sir, why do you sound like a Republican? That's the way he said it. I was like, oh man. Roast But Alright, wait, is the next scene the scene? Oh Laura? god, okay. I apologize in advance for the way I'm about to go off. She's been waiting for this scene. <laughs> I've been waiting for this started. one. Is it the Alfie and Patricia one? Yes. I'm about to go off. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're you're on it this with me. Okay. Yeah, I was like 
You know, like I did not remember that at all. Oh, this is like one of my top favorite like House of Nubis scenes ever. So I like claimed this episode when we first started this podcast in like July. I was like, I'm going to host this episode. And then we ended up getting you as a guest. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> like we're going to have a guest. For I'm this. ready. Okay. I'm ready. We're ready Go for well. this one. Okay. So, Alfie walks into the laundry room saying, yo, Trixie. He sees Patricia's boots peeking out from next to the washer, and he says he knows those biker boots anywhere. He grabs her foot, and Patricia tells him to get off. He asks her what was up with the freakout in class and hiding in the laundry room. She says she was just tired and fell asleep in class and had a bad dream. Alfie says, tell me about it, and she tells him to shut up. But he repeats, no, I mean, tell me about it. Alfie says that since getting trapped in the cellar, with everything he witnessed, and he has been having bad dreams. Patricia asks what he does to stop the nightmares, and he says that he has an evil dream survival kit, a torch under the sheets, playing music to get to sleep, and he tries to hang around other people as much as possible so that he's never alone. Patricia says that's pathetic, but sweet. Alfie mentions that Jerome has abandoned him for Mara recently. Patricia says, okay, here's the deal. I'll hang out with you if you hang out with me. And then hopefully whatever's giving us bad dreams can fight it out between us. Alfie says, you're on. And then I said, and thus the best dynamic was born. Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> and anyone have thoughts before I go off? Um, just, I love Petralfi friendship. Well, I'm just... I remember nothing, but I'm like, I ship it, so we'll have to see what happens. I was like, here for this. Season one, I was like, they're going to be a thing. They're going to be a thing. Cool. (laughs) We can't spoil you, so I'm giving no commentary. Well, I mean, he kind of already did, but it was like, it's okay. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, what that brings. But again, name and more. I got to do. I've been waiting for this one. Um,. Yeah, I've really been waiting for this one. This is one of my favorite scenes. I just, like, think that, like, the way that, like, they've both been through a lot at this point. I mean, already. And we're, like, not very far into the first season. And the fact that, like, they both kind of feel alone because, like, Joy's gone. And Jerome's just, like, peace out. I'm flirting with Mara. That they can be there for each other. And, like, help each other out. Yeah. And hang out with each other. Hopefully that, you know, helps them cope with some of the bad stuff that they've been going through. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember, like, the, I think it was, like, this, literally the second episode we filmed. And this is where I first was thinking about it. Like, so one of the things with anxiety is that you find comfort in small, like, spaces. And both Patricia and Elfie like to, like, go hide in the laundry room when they're, like, freaked out or, like, stressed or scared. And I just, like, I love that this is, like, one of the, I don't want to say rare opportunities, but it's, like, one of the best, like, examples that this show gives us for, like, how everything's affecting them. Yeah. And they're finding comfort and they, like, in their shared insecurities and anxieties. And, like, I love that for them. That's so great. This is where your your Tumblr tag for them came from, right? It was this scene. Oh like, yeah, it was like I it was like I know those biker boots anywhere because you remember when on Tumblr you used to tag things with like OTP blank as opposed to just like Never their name. Are. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I know those biker boots anywhere. No, it's a good line. Iconic, show-stopping, never been done before. <laughs> um, again, name a more iconic duo. Oh wait, and. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. 
There's also, but again, we're not giving season two spoilers because I guess I can say this in season two when a particular scene happens, that there's a good parallel scene that I made a gift set on Tumblr that also takes place in the laundry room with Alfie. Oh, also though, something that I can say because I'm not not giving spoilers because it already happened. The parallels between this when Alfie was trying to go on that date with Amber in the laundry room and she like completely rejected him and was mean Mm -hmm. to him and was like, leave, I think you were supposed to be Mick, like leave, get out. Versus like this scene where there's like a positive, happy, like, Good friendship bonding moment, iconic in the laundry Shout room. Shout out to the laundry room. Shout out to the laundry. We so much goes down there. We don't get to see the laundry room very much, but like whenever we do, it's important. It's very important. <laughs> it's like some of my favorite. This is literally on the list of like. This is why again why I said I claimed this episode because it's like literally on like the list <laughs> the of trophy like laundry room the trophy laundry room scene forever and for always i said no thought when i was watching this and i tweet like no thoughts head petrofi laundry rooms <laughs> so alfie asks if he can show her something that he thinks might be connected with their dreams and he says it is about aliens patricia jokes around about him still going on about aliens but then realizes he has an ink piece in look shocked he says that he was reading a book about aliens coming to earth in the past and then found the piece. So I guess that's how he connected this to aliens. He was just reading a book just about aliens. Book. And he was like, yes, this is related because I'm reading this alien book. All right, Alfie. Uh, at dinner, Mara's asking Alfie if Patricia is definitely all right. He says that she is and that it took him ages to find her and tells her Patricia is a bit embarrassed. He tells them not to mention it when she comes in. Amber says that's fine by her as she's had enough scary talk with screaming for one day. Way to be sensitive, Amber, but, like, Alfie's a real one for telling them to, like, leave Patricia alone. Yeah. What a bro. Truly. <laughs> Amber says that Mr. Winkler said that the Egyptians were really big on uh, what she says is numberology and that she can work out your perfect love match using their numbers. She asks if anyone wants her to do it for them, and Alfie slides super close to her. Mara says no thanks because there is no science behind it. Fabian pulls Nina away from the table and asks if she thinks that Sarah's numbers could be coordinates. Nina wonders how he can think about that when the puzzle pieces are still missing. He says he's sorry, then look, I will not give up on Sarah, on the quest, and certainly not on you. (laughs) Damn, Fabian. (laughs) I used to love them so much, and now I honestly could care less. Yeah, they're like. I mean, you've never seen season two, so you don't even you don't even know the half of it. Oh, you don't even okay, know maybe just gotta wait for it to get better. But yeah, no, season three is gonna get season worse. Three. No, it gets oh. worse. It gets worse. <laughs> like they're cute, but they're so corny. Like, what is that, baby? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we when you do finish, we we had Brad on who plays Fabian, and even he was like, yeah, like. Fabina wasn't my favorite, so like I don't want to spoil anything. But like, listen to that when you're done. Yeah, Brad was <laughs> not about it. He was he was roasted it. It was so funny. He really was. <laughs> Nina says that that means a lot, and then she's like, "Wow, is it hot in here?" And fans herself, Nina. <laughs> I was like, "Play cool, Nina. Calm Nina's down. Like, all are cute, but just that's the thing too. Is I'm definitely noticing her acting skills to not yeah. be the best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, maybe I'll really like season three because I'm not a big fan of Nina. That is one of the highlights for season three. Sorry, Nina, that we're hating on you, but like also... It's fine. It's fine. I'm not apologizing. No, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> season, three. season three, yikes. <laughs> Amber deduces that Alfie's perfect love match is Mr. Sweet. Alfie is disgusted. She says that the numbers never lie and it's science and giving Mara a pointed look. 
Mara gives her a weirded out look back. She wants to do Nina's and then Fabian's. Um, I have so many bad jokes I want to make about the Mr. Sweet thing, but I'm I just mean, gonna... I made a comment, but it might be considered a spoiler. <laughs> Cover your ears. You can go ahead, I don't care. <laughs> I said OMG Pipey, because do we have any confirmation that Piper and Mr. Sweet are not the same person? <laughs> they kind of are. We could pretend that they have the same numerology number. <laughs> But the thing is, is it based on your birthday or not? Because I mean, like, obviously, then it would come oh, up as somebody else that we're not gonna say. <laughs> I'll let you have it. <laughs> it depends if it depends on their personality or if it's on their birthday. Because if it's on their birthday, it wouldn't come as Mr. Sweet. It would come up as this other person that I'm not going to mention. But we don't know when Mr. Oh, Sweet was born. I didn't born. think of that. Maybe he. Yeah, maybe he and this person share a birthday. They could share. A birthday. We don't know. That would be really funny, though. <laughs> this is us trying not to give spoilers, but like <laughs> this is kind of like a bit. If you don't know this thing in season two, it's like a big reveal. Yeah, so, so okay. I don't want to say this thing in season Ruben. two, but yeah. So this person and another person, we know have the same birthday. So I don't know if because if this is based on birthdays, that it would show up as Alfie's love match being the other person that shares a birthday with this person. Or if it's based on personality, because based on personality, I think this person, Mr. Sweet, do have similar personalities. There is a reason why this person is in the role that she is in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the, that episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so vague. Sorry. Yeah, we're trying not to give spoilers. This is like, I'm kind of in the dark. This is but like a I'm plot sure twist. This is like a plot twist, so we don't want to like give blatant spoilers yeah, right. about it. You're doing great. Oh, Bangalore is trying. <laughs> I'm trying my best. No, you're doing great because I'm sure I will not remember. You'll get there eventually and you're gonna be like, oh. Oh, this is what she was talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm like obsessed with this character, but I can't like bring them up because they're like a plot twist. Alright. Anyway, let's continue. Patricia walks in. She asks Fabian if he's lost something and hands him the ink piece. He says, quote unquote, where did you find this Patricia? I could kiss you. She says, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Nina watches looking jealous. What? What's that? Her face killed me. She was like, oh my god, he's in love. Like, he's in love with Patricia now. Like, as if yeah. he didn't just, like... But he did just offer to kiss Patricia out of nowhere. Like, that was, like... It was just funny. Honestly, has a reason to, to be jealous. I don't understand where that came from. <laughs> like, like, if the guy I was just flirting with five seconds later was like, I'm gonna kiss Patricia... Like, this other girl, like, I would be jealous, too. Yeah, but it just came out of nowhere. All I have to say is Fabisha is real. Maybe the season three writers had a point. Fabisha's real. Brad, uh... That's, that's not technically a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we had Brad on, he said that when they were filming season three, they almost put uh, Fabian and Patricia together, and thankfully they didn't, but... <laughs> they were listen, like, oh, God. If you listen to the episode, you can literally hear me going, thank God. <laughs> To Brad's face. We were like, oh no. But I guess uh, the writers were watching this season one episode where Fabian randomly says he's gonna kiss Patricia. <laughs> they were like that, so yes. Weird. In Alfie's room, he is looking through his bag. He sees a postcard that has a UFO on the front. On the back, it says E-T-C-U-A-L. Alfie says that the A-L stands for Alfie Lewis and is excited that the aliens left him a letter, but it's sad that E-T has gone home. <laughs> The scene was just <laughs> like what? But so Patricia did this, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Patricia. So like I, steal a piece. I guess like cute of Patricia to like write a note to Alfie from Alien. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Cause I was like, wait, did he just give her the thing? But then I was like, oh, okay. Well that's kind of cute instead of just stealing it. 
It's funny oh, that he believed it right away, though. He was just like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> I miss the alien. He had it in his mind that this was, like, related to aliens. So I guess he was just like, this is confirmation that an alien yeah, came. Because <laughs> aliens go around leaving notes. Very, like, nice notes, too. It was They're a like, cute little letter. <laughs> that yeah. They give notes with UFOs on them. Yeah. <laughs> In the kitchen, Amber is asking if anyone knows if Robert Pattinson has any middle names. Jerome, who is setting the table, asks where Alfie is because he's supposed to be helping him. Mart asks Amber to do her numbers in mix and asks if that's too weird, to which Amber says, no, no, not at all, very defensively. Amber says that she is so over Mick, it's almost like she's in another universe. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Amber is not over Mick. <laughs> yeah. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not like, like they only broke up like a month ago. I don't think it's been yeah. that long. Yeah. Surprised that Mara asked, but also I don't like Mara, so. Not that surprised. Mara's just trying to confirm that her and Mick are compatible or not, but like awkwardly has to ask Amber, who like just <laughs> broke up with Mick. I know that's so uncomfortable. So then Amber tells Mara to write down her full name in date of birth. Jerome pops up and tells Mara that he thought that she wasn't into all that hokum. Mara says that she didn't see Jerome there and that she is just doing this for a giggle. Okay, so numerology updates. I guess it involves your full name. Yeah, I have questions. We gotta look it up. We really need to look up what this is. Hello, this is Laura in editing. I looked up numerology because as you can see in this conversation, we wanted to know more about it and what goes into it. It seems like there are three different types of numerology numbers, which seem to be life path, which is based on your birthday, expression, and soul urge, which are also both based on your full name. So people with the same birthday would obviously have the same life path number, but we don't know what numbers Amber was using when she was doing these calculations. So I don't know if the birthday thing is related or not related in this situation. Um, Poor Jerome. I know. But also, how did she not notice him there? He was right there. <laughs> Jerome, oh, I didn't see you there. Right there. <laughs> He's just like... She's like, oh, I didn't see you there. Like, Jerome hasn't been setting the table this entire time. He's been there. Where have you been? <laughs> I guess she's got Mick on the mind. Yeah. Probably. She's an ob- like she's not the most observant person, obviously, because there's literally, like, a mystery happening right under her nose, and she just never, never pays attention. <laughs> Which is funny, because she's supposed to be, like, the smart one. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Mara is simultaneously, like, smart, but, like, has no idea what's going on ever. Well, yeah, it makes the worst decisions. (laughs) She's book smart, but she's definitely not street smart whatsoever. She makes bad choices. Mara's definitely one of those people that, like, I think doesn't think about her actions until after she, like, does them. And then she's like, oh. Yikes, I shouldn't have done that. I would agree. Yeah. (laughs) Amber says that Mick is a four, so he will be super successful, which is why she got with him in the first place. But she is a nine- which means she is creative and not really suited for a four, but then says it's not about her. Mara is a four, so her and Mick are a perfect match. Amber doesn't look too happy about this. I was like, look at my OTP being a perfect match. Go Mick and Mara. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, also, so does that mean anyone that has the same number as you, which is automatically your perfect match, like you just have to have the same number as you? No idea. See, more things we need to look up. <laughs> and also, then I said, Amber is obviously not over Mick, but then she also says she only got with him because he was successful? Question <laughs> Which, like, I would argue Mick is, like, I wouldn't say he's successful. I feel like he's still, like, figuring out what he wants to do with his life. And, like... but, 
that could also be her like putting up a front in front of Mara, right? To be that's like, true. oh, that's the only reason. Oh, like I only that's got true, yeah. yeah, because like she's yeah. literally being like not over Mick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I only got with him because he's successful. So we're not suited. But like also, I'm obviously not over him. Yeah. But she can't tell Mara that, obviously. Yeah, she's really trying to act like she's over him, but like she's not. Which is hard. I feel bad for her. <laughs> Rome says, don't they say to go for someone who's different from you? Amber says that that's not the fact in this chart. Amber then says, congrats. Well done. Go get him. Looking sad. Mara smiles slightly. Honestly, Jerome's right. Yeah, why are they trying to get, like, with someone who's apparently identical to them, according to yeah, this chart? That's not it. Yeah. Even Mick and Mara, I wouldn't say, are, like, identical, but, like... True. This chart apparently says that they're the same. That's a little odd. Mm-hmm. I have questions. <laughs> Fabian walks into Nina and Amber's room and shows Nina and Patricia. I don't know where Amber is and why Patricia is in Nina's room. <laughs> but <laughs> a hand-drawn map of the house saying that if Sarah's numbers are coordinates, they might be use- able to use them to pinpoint a location that would lead to another clue. Nina says that they're not coordinates and Sarah is an 11, same as her. She says the numbers are Sarah's numerology number and date of birth. The house map makes no sense, and we don't need to get into my, like, increasingly annoyance with the house map and how it doesn't make sense. I was mainly just confused that there's, like, an extra bedroom that we never see that I'm just going to pretend is Trudy's room. That would make sense never, if it's Trudy's room. We don't really know large, where Trudy but lives. But the other thing is the door that leads to the room is a door that leads to something else in season three, so. Oh, that, like, spare room. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> I will forever be confused by the house yeah, layout, like, so. The like... house has magical powers. That's my thought. <laughs> I mean, it probably does. It was shaken real hard this episode. Yeah. Like... That's true. Maybe it's, like, Hogwarts and, like, it, rooms It, like, appear. changes. Moves <laughs> around. <laughs> Maybe it's like the TARDIS that's bigger on the inside. That also would make sense to me. Nina starts putting the coordinates into the ink piece and the house starts rumbling. They're freaked out. Nina keeps putting the numbers in as Victor gives his pin drop speech. Nina finishes putting in the numbers and the house shakes so badly that we see Victor struggling to stay standing in the foyer and stuff falls off the walls in Nina's room. Nina says she thinks the house might be coming to life. We see the house shaking from outdoors. Uh, Nina said the house might be coming to life and all I could think is you ain't seen nothing yet. Touchstone of Raw has entered. Oh, your house is alive. The house has magical powers confirmed. Okay, and that is the end of our episode. So it is time to award the brain cell of the week. Who got the brain cell? Of the this week? is just the thing know. we do. Just like <laughs> yeah, this is we give whoever we think is the smartest in the episode the brain cell of the week. Oh damn! I like how it started with it was supposed to just be Sabuda, and I don't feel like we ever like still not made it just Sabuda. No, because sometimes Sabuda sometimes, Sabuda's sometimes doesn't get the brain cell. Um, Patricia. Uh. Alfie? Nice to Alfie. I was about to say Alfie, but I'm like the whole alien thing. <laughs> I was going to give it to Patricia for getting the egg piece back while simultaneously just like being nice to Alfie about it so that Alfie like was unsuspicious about it. Oh, yeah. yeah and also she like went that. through a lot this yeah. episode, so she deserves it. And I mean, Alfie got the egg piece, but didn't think it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what it was, so. He tried. What you hate well, when you I find vote for Patricia. Like- secret puzzle piece and it, you just think it's aliens and then <laughs> ship of the week what ship did we think was cutest this week uh patricia and not patricia okay well maybe patricia and Alfie <laughs> like a little bit but i guess they're not like a thing so it's fine um uh jerome and mara yeah for sure. i give it to jerome That's, and mara. i would have to agree we could give patricia and alfie points despite the fact that they're not even romantically have, like, involved but i would still ship it in this episode I would ship That's it. so weird that they did all this in this episode, and then they're like, but they're just buds, though. They do become, like, 
best friends. Is that a spoiler? No. No. Okay, so. so they have like best friends. That's kind friends of refreshing. For like all three That's seasons. True. So like mm-hmm. I feel like maybe they were I don't know if they were when I first watched this, like when I first watched season one before season two even came out. I thought that they were setting up Patricia and Alfie as a ship because that's the way, like, the scene seems to be Yeah, I am kind of glad they didn't do it just because I feel like it's really nice to have, like, a platonic friendship show. But Mm -hmm. I would have shipped it had they made them a thing. I would have, too. Especially without the season two. But, yeah. Um, I do get, maybe, I guess, I don't know if they were ever planning on going there or not going there, but I do glad that it's set up. They'd become, like, basically best friends throughout the next two seasons, if that Mm -hmm. doesn't count as a spoiler. Like, Mm -hmm. they're like this. So, like, that's cute. I love that. Yeah. Favorite dynamic on this show. I I literally love that. As you can tell from the way I'm being, uh, Patricia and Alfie. (laughs) Alfie's my favorite character, first off. Second off. Patricia and Alvi's friendship is iconic. My favorite thing. And yeah, but we can give it to Jara because I feel like they were being flirting. Yeah, I think Jara would get it. Oh, for, for sure. sure. And now <laughs> we have cast news. Alex Sawyer, mm-hmm. who plays Alfie, is in Harlots on BBC. That's exciting for him, because I don't think I don't know if he's like done any projects oh. recently, so So it looks like it's actually supposed to be somewhere. It looks like it might actually be on BBC America. Ooh, or on amazing. Hulu. I'm getting some words of hulu um, okay oh 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 it's on hulu it's okay on hulu. it's on hulu in the u.s sweet we're not sure in canada <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, we don't have <laughs> we don't have hulu in canada so we're out of luck okay so now we're very excited oh, yeah. i mean brenda's gonna run this part but we're very excited because caitlin if you ever watched her videos play ship it or rip it a lot in her video we like to play ship it or rip it as well yeah we like to play ship it or rip it a lot at the end of our episode so we're very excited mm-hmm. to play with caleb yay yeah so normally we just do house of Anubis characters because there's so many and we ship them all mm-hmm. um but we thought since you were here we'd like change it up so i have two cups this time we've got one cup with house of Anubis characters and one with just like a random assortment of disney channel yes! so we'll pick one from each <laughs> okay cool and we'll just see what really weird combinations we end up with this game's the best Okay, so first for House of Anubis cast, we got Amber. Okay. And then we'll see what random Disney thing. I made them send me like three different Disney things so we could get a weird assortment of characters. All right, so we have Amber from House of Anubis and Lily from Hannah Montana. (laughs) No. No. I feel like Amber wouldn't be into it. See, it would depend like which Lily. Because like early season one Lily, she's very like skateboardy tomboy and then like maybe yeah. that could work but like later lily i feel like she kind of um like loses that a bit yeah yeah maybe they could be friends i could see them being like yeah. cousins or something <laughs> cousins. yeah they kind of look they alike kinda so, right? <laughs> so maybe we don't ship them maybe we just assume they're, they're related uh, like distant relatives yeah <laughs> unless we're gonna count by amber like alfie and alfie's into skateboarding but for what else <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so i'm gonna rip yeah, it no. yeah i might have to rip it i like the cousin's head cannon I, I do. I <laughs> all right so how Anubis we have mara <laughs> and disney we have um charlie from lemonade mouth charlie uh I feel like I rip it because Mara, I do not like Mara. Charlie, I love Charlie. He deserves someone better than Mara. No offense. <laughs> That's what I was like, oh. Yeah, like oh. after Mo, Mo like breaks Charlie's heart, he's like, you know what I should do? <laughs> Flirt with Mara. 
haven't seen Lemonade Mouth, so I'm oh, like, yeah, what? You've never seen Lemonade I know. Mouth? I'm like, it's Damn. really bad. You'd get roasted Thanks. if you were on Caitlyn's Disney. <laughs> <laughs> gotta add that to the list. Yeah, Lemonade Mouth was my choice because like one of my favorite movies and she's like give me three disney things i was like lemonade mouth immediately she's like i've never seen that mm-hmm. i like bread out well, the, the other bad one is emily gave me descendants and i still have to watch descendants that's too. Awesome. Like, <laughs> works for disney one for that, stuff. and i still it's so bad so we're gonna get on that don't worry mm. <laughs> how have you not how i know i would love it so I, just, I just have to do it now i have disney plus i have no excuse mm-hmm. so right, well okay so what's the verdict on them it's probably rip, rip it for marlin Charlie. Oh yeah, right. I wrote it. All right, so now I have uh, Mick from House of Anubis and and Lucas from Girl Meets World. Lucas, yeah, uh, <laughs> the cowboy. <laughs> See, I feel like I could do, but I feel like it's easy to ship Lucas with people because he has no personality. Yeah, Lucas is just like vibing. He is Wonder but Bread. They both like. I feel sports. like they're both like himbos. So <laughs> yeah. like... I feel like sure, why not? Why not? Have they would both together. just be like being there, just being like, I like sports. Mm-hmm. Is that why I'm like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Lucas likes sports. Doesn't Lucas like sports? Maybe I don't know. Lucas is like bored. <laughs> seems like it. He he rode that bull. The, the pure chaos that would be, though. He's boring. He's a no, I think Mick deserves someone better. Lucas is right. boring. Yeah. I read it. Like, I can see them maybe, like, getting along, but also I feel like maybe Mick would be boring. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they, they can just be friends. We can, <laughs> we we can leave it at that. I would like to see them, like, in a room together. Yeah, like, I'd like to see them interact. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to find something we actually ship. <laughs> I know. I'll try like two or three more. I'm thinking. Okay, so Alfie, we gotta get someone good for Alfie. Mm. All right, come on. Good. Alfie needs someone good. Dig into the bottom here. Okay. Alfie yeah, and Sharpay from High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be yeah. into her though. Yeah, I ship it. She's basically Amber. Yeah, so he yeah. would be into her. <laughs> yeah. Do I want them to be together? No. And then he's kind of like Zeke a little bit. So <laughs> she is kind of a little bit like Zeke. Yeah, okay, I guess she's yep. just. I mean, like, like I, I maybe. It would really, it would literally I be Amphi. I think they would be good. I, if, if Amber, I mean, not Amber, yeah. Sharpay was being nice to Alfie, then sure. Yeah, it would have to be during, like, in between one of the movies where she had, like, character development before they got rid of it. It would have yeah. to be, like, then. Like, when she yeah. Was good, yeah. Before she was bad again. Yeah. But yeah, I ship it. Okay. I ship it with like one of the, yeah, as you said, like in between movies, Sharpay, where she's being nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like Alfie would like really support her and she deserves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alfie and Sharpay could do a song together. Alfie's going to do the Amber. Am- <laughs> Amber. <laughs> oh, to Sharpay, y'all. You need to break dance too. Yeah, they'll do the backup dancer. Maybe we'll, right. we'll do like one or two more. Um, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome and Justin Russo from <laughs> Mr. Flavorly Place. Yes. I feel I like it. Justin and Mara I can't explain it, but vibes. I think I do too. Justin mm-hmm. and Mara have similar vibes. I mean, other than Mara making bad life choices, like the smart one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, I feel like Justin would be tired uh, of Jerome. Yeah. Like, I feel like Jerome could be- Oh, like Jerome would be into Justin, yeah. Into Justin, yeah. but Justin might be like, Jerome, you're kind of trash. So, do I think Jerome would work with Justin? Yes, but do I think Justin would work with Jerome? No. I feel like they could be buds. Yeah. I I think they'd be buds. Maybe Justin could, like, be a positive influence on Jerome. Yeah. Okay, rip it. 
Alright, so we'll do one last one. Let's hope for a good one. We got Nina. I'm like still loving the chaos that's happening right now. Who's it gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, um, Nina and Chad from High School Musical. I think I could ship that. Yeah, but I, I feel like it might be because Nina's easy to ship people because she's that's better. true because she's just like <laughs> she's boring. Too. I think Nina. And Lucas. I agree. I think Chad might deserve better. I Nina and Lucas from Girls Meets World. OCT. <laughs> Wait, Nina and Lucas yeah, from Girls yeah. Meets World. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> Honestly, they'd be good together. They're just both <laughs> nice and boring together. Yeah. See, that just makes me want to make those edits I do in my videos. Oh my god. Please do. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> those are the best parts of those videos. Those are so funny. <laughs> We haven't. We didn't even get any Descendants characters. Ugh. Do you want me to like? Oh, should I like try to get a Descendants for a Descendants character? Yeah. Like I'll just keep yeah, there. Do, like, just do Doug. Just so I can roast you for having. I just not wanted a zombies character. That's what I was looking <gasps> for. Too. Yeah. Oh, I Wait, have you seen zombies and not Descendants? I love zombies. I seen zombies. <laughs> well, okay, the reason I watched that happen. I so I work I work in Orlando for Disney. Um mm-hmm. and. Before Zombies came out, um, Meg and Milo performed at like the Christmas parade that they filmed yeah. here, and that happened to be the taping I went to. So when mm-hmm. the movie came out, me and my friends were like, "We should probably watch this movie." And then we were like, "Yes, Zombies." Okay. So, oh. No, I. I have not seen Zombies, but I should really probably watch zombies. it right now. I watched I the first watch one ten okay. times in one weekend because it was, it was like the weekend after it aired, so it was like on Disney right. constantly. I was dog sitting, so I just kept I left it on constantly because I like I didn't really want to watch it. I just wanted background yeah. noise. And I kind of just absorbed it and was like, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Well, I I like the second one better. The second one's so much better. But the first one's fun. The fifth time I like saw the stand number, I was like, maybe this movie's making fun. <laughs> and then I actually like watched it one time and I was like, this movie made it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, I did finally find a Descendants character. <gasps> Yay. We better get a Zombies 3. They like, left it I off on be a cliffhanger. I know. Yeah. A big one, too. Uh, but I found my Descendants character. I pulled Jay. Perfect. Okay. Love of my life. And we'll see. I hope we get him. There's only, like, a few characters left in the house in Nubis Pile. Okay. Jay and Fabian. Uh, okay, but Jay is kind of like a Nick on steroids, <laughs> if that makes sense. I feel like Jay needs someone a bit more extra. Yeah. Fabian's just like, like Fabian's a good Jay guy. Oh, Jay and Alfie, I could see that. Me knowing yeah, nothing about Jay. Jay and Joy, maybe. Uh, but Jay and Alfie, I like better. Mm. I don't know about this. Jay and Fabian. Alfie, rip it. My gut's telling me it ain't it. All right. Well, that was fun. That was chaotic. Was <laughs> I love it. It's the name of the game. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week. Make sure to follow us on social media. It's at Anubis Podcast on Twitter, at Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram, and at Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. 
And um, Caitlin, do you want to plug your social medias? Oh, sure. I'm Caitlin Disney everywhere. Caitlin Disney, C A I T, loves Disney. That's my name. <laughs> cool. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. Spoon up. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So much I wanted to say. Where is he at? Is there anyone there? Sabuna, guys.